Welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast by Victory Point. One of the best ways to grow as a disciple of Jesus is to read and reflect on Scripture daily. We created this podcast to guide you through our daily Bible reading plan that helps us dwell in God's Word as we grow together in listening to the Spirit. Whether you're on your commute, doing dishes, or just getting up in the morning, we're glad you tuned in. Good morning, and welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. It is Wednesday the 17th, and today I'm back with Jill Fisher. Good morning. Good morning. Um, and we are going to be reading Jeremiah 20, verses 7 through 13. Jill, would you mind reading that for us? Oh, sure. You deceived me, Lord, and I was deceived. You overpowered me and prevailed. I am ridiculed. All day long, everyone mocks me. Whenever I speak, I cry out, proclaiming violence and destruction. So the word of the Lord has brought me insult and reproach all day long. But if I say I will not mention his word or speak anymore in his name, his word is in my heart like a fire, a fire shut up in my bones. I am weary of holding it in. Indeed, I cannot. I hear, my, I hear many whispering, terror on every side. Denounce him. Let's denounce him. All of my friends are waiting for me to slip, saying, perhaps he will be deceived. Then we will prevail over him and take our re- revenge on him. But the Lord is with me like a mighty warrior. So my persecutors will stumble and not prevail. They will fail and be thoroughly disgraced. Their dishonor will never be forgotten. Lord Almighty, you who examine the righteous and probe the heart and mind, let me see your vengeance on them. For to you I have committed my cause. Sing to the Lord, give praise to the Lord. He rescues the life of the needy from the hands of the wicked. Okay. This has been a great week, Brendan. Yeah. With all these, you know, verses about the needy. Mm-hmm. So. You see that in this passage too? Yes. How do you see that? Well, you know, just speaking about God and bringing God, um, his name up and, Mm -hmm. you know, being persecuted and, but having this fire in you that you want to just tell the world, um, because it's like, like the verse where it says, um, uh, where is it in my bones? I'm weary of holding it in and I cannot fire shut up in my bones. Mm -hmm. Um, and then he rescues the life of the needy from the hands of the wicked. Hmm. But, um, what really just stands out is that, um, you know, his promise that he's with me like a mighty warrior. I love that. Yeah. And to just stay focused on God through opposition and knowing that, Staying focused on God, I will prevail. Yeah. 
Um, but it also takes me back to the, the kid zone mm-hmm. that we talked about earlier, where, you know, when God puts something in you, you just, it's like a fire. Yeah. You have to get it out. Yep. Like when I came back to you and said, Brendan, I need to come back to kid zone. <laughs> there was like a fire uh-huh. in my bones. Yep. And I needed to get it out. Yep. Yep. And if you don't, it's like eating you up. It was eating me up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, I also know that comes with discernment and um, not knowing what to do when you're discerning and making a decision. And I, I always, always have heard that, you know, if you don't make a decision, you can become paralyzed by analyzing. Mm-hmm. And um, when you make a decision, you're going to know when it's the right decision or wrong decision. And that's the fire in your bones mm-hmm. when you make the wrong decision. Yeah. There. Okay. I'm going to go back to the passage just to talk about something that, um, to highlight some of the things you said, but I also want to talk about just our stories and um, identify with that too, of, of almost feeling like the choice is not mine to make choice has been taken away from me in some ways. And it, it goes back to this whole idea of, uh, Oh Lord, you have enticed me, and I was enticed. That's mm-hmm. how my transition is. You have enticed me, and you said I was deceived, right? Mm-hmm. You have deceived me, and I was deceived. This one says, "You have enticed me, and I was enticed." Mm-hmm. The reason those words are so different—deceived and enticed—those seem like two different, like pretty different. They're they're similar. Yeah. They're related, yeah. but it's kind of a, the word that's there in the Hebrew. I'm not even going to say it because it's inappropriate to say, um, but. Uh, suffice it to say that Jeremiah feels like God has done something to him that he didn't want God to do. Okay. So does that make sense? Yes. So you overpowered me. Yes. You've overpowered me, but even uh, more offensive. Okay. You have done something to me that I didn't want you to do. And now I'm stuck with your word in me and it's burning like fire. Mm -hmm. I don't want this anymore, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but I'm compelled to. All I can do now is speak these words that people hate hearing from me. Um, when I speak, people are are watching for me to be to stumble, yes. and they say, "Oh, he's been enticed, right? He's been uh, he's been deceived. He's he's been he's been taken over by God, and now he's a crazy person." Mm-hmm. You know. And uh, so, if I speak, people will laugh at me, and they they mock me, and they you know, they mm-hmm. deride me. If I don't speak, I've got fire in my bones that I can't lock up. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> All I can do is speak and trust God to be my warrior, yeah. you know? And just, I feel for Jeremiah, hmm. um, who has been given this role to be a prophet. And and he's left with no choice but to speak God's word. Um, and that kind of goes against some of our own uh, you know, notions of free will, you know, like I think it's more complicated than just is God in control or are we in control? And there's something weird in between here where God like possesses Jeremiah and says, <laughs> you are now someone who carries my word and uh, I've chosen you. And now Jeremiah is like, I, I can't not do this. And what your story about children's ministry, but there's also been other points of your story where you're like, I can't not do this or I, 
I can't, I just, there's something in me that needs to get out. Yes. You know, there's something in me that needs to be expressed, that needs to come into fruition, that needs to come out of me. And I'm not going to be at rest until it happens. So true. And I've experienced this too, Jill, um, where there's, there's been moments in, in my life where, um, like I'm applying for a job. I'm not doing it right now, but when I was before, uh, a few a number of years ago, um, I was applying for this job and everything looked great about it, you know? And I got, I went to go visit this place. I flew out there and, um, and I interviewed and there's this whole weekend of interviews. This is like the last step before getting hired and it paid really well. It was a it was like, it was like a really fancy, like flashy job as in like, I'd be in front of a lot of people and it was this really like, uh, it was a well-known church and all this stuff. And like everything on paper was like, this would be a great opportunity, you know, like what a great thing for you to do. And that's what was tempting me. You know, that's what was drawing me towards that was kind of the appeal of it. Um, although I didn't notice that at the time I was like, Hey, I could do this. This would be a great thing. This makes sense. A lot of things lined up and I got out there and, um, and I was literally, um, I thought I got sick. I thought I was sick. The, the night before I was supposed to lead um, the, the services in the, in the morning, I was supposed to lead worship. The night before, um, I literally did not sleep. I had like two hours of sleep and I literally felt sick to my stomach. Um, and I thought, I, 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 thought, I literally thought I was going to have to call in and say, I, I, I'm sorry, I can't, can't do this. Um, I did not sleep at all. And and I I came away from that feeling like, why can't I just say yes? Why can't I just do this? I feel like uh I feel like a um I feel weak not being able to like just decide to do something and then do it. But I couldn't say yes and I had to say no. I was like uh, and there's a whole longer story behind it, but I had to say no to it because there was something in me that that was just resisting. Yeah, you know, it was like a reaction. And I was upset with God because I was like, mm. this is what I wanted. You know, like this is this is what I thought I wanted. And you didn't let me say yes. And you know what I mean? That is amazing. I feel like you you we've shared some stories like that, you and Absolutely. I. Absolutely. As we've talked about kind of your calling and stuff. But um I'm like feeling it in my gut as yeah. you're talking about it. Yeah. I know exactly that feeling. Yeah. Yes. And, and that's what just got me when I read that specific verse, you know, about the fire within within me, a fire shut up in my bones. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, just obeying God's call, trusting God, putting faith in God and not people mm-hmm. is such a great lesson. Yes. And letting God be our warrior, letting mm-hmm. God be our defense, going, if I do this, it's not going to make sense. I'm not going to get the same opportunities. People are going to laugh at me. It's not, it's going to seem dumb. If I say this, if I do this, hear and, whisperings. <laughs> and so our choices are either I'm not going to, this is, this maybe comes back to the Hagar thing. There's, there's two choices. Either I don't say something and there's fire in my bones or I do say something and no one likes me, but there's a third way. I do say something and God takes care of me. God takes care of me. And it's okay. You know, like, so we choose to speak, we choose to act in obedience with God's call, 
in alignment with our calling and that fire in our bones, we do choose to act and then God comes through and he's our warrior, our defender. He's our mighty warrior. Mine says, um, uh, the Lord is with me like a dread warrior. Wow. Isn't that a cool word? Dread warrior. Like, uh, if you guys have seen the Princess Bride, the, the Dread Pirate Roberts. <laughs> <laughs> the Lord is in me like a dread warrior, like a mighty warrior. Um, God is my descent, defense. Love that. And my enemies will not prevail. So let that be yeah. our promise today that sometimes it feels like um, there's no way out of a situation. Sometimes it feels like what... God has called you to is going to make you look like an idiot or make you look like a fool. Sometimes it feels like there's something in you that you feel like you can't say or you can't get out of you or you can't do. Um, but that, um, that God has put a spirit in us in order that we would, um, you know, move forward into his calling for us. So I guess that's the encouragement today that what God has put in your heart, even if it seems uh, foolish or, like it's it's hard to bear that um, as as you act in faith, there God will be your warrior and He'll defend you. Anything else you want to add to that, Jill? No, that is awesome. Sweet. Thanks everybody for listening today. Um, tomorrow we will uh, be reading together Romans six. So we look forward to reading that with you then. Bye bye. Thanks for listening to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. If you have any reflections on the scripture we just read, please click the link in the show notes to leave us a voice message. We'd love to hear from you. Let me send you on your way with a blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you his peace. Mm -hmm.